to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, it's episode 92 of Welcome to the Party, and uh, we've got a special guest appearance today, we're from uh, Dan Calandrillo, Danny Cow, roommate from uh, college, Bryan University, what's good? Not much. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Yeah, been in uh, Australia all of like 12 hours. Or... Yeah, 12, 14 hours or so. And uh, I can say so far, so good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, good sleep. Good uh, little game sesh last night. Yeah, it brings back some memories from the yeah. old days for sure. The old uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, if uh, Activision or Treyarch want to sponsor, mm-hmm. welcome to the party. Um, what about... So, so what was... The, the movies that you watched on the, uh, the flight. Yeah, so we were talking about that last night yeah. and um, just to kind of pass the time. So I know the, the reviews are a big part, big part for you. So Equalizer 2 was one. Mm-hmm. Talked about that. Classic Denzel, just always, always a good movie. Always yeah. a good watch. Easy, easy watch. The, uh, what was it? The Jurassic World, the new one, mm-hmm. which was nah, not, not, so, not so good on, on my part. Uh, what else? Um, Mission Impossible, the new one, which was good as well. Uh, ro- uh, what was that one called? Uh, Fallout. Fallout, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was good, and I think that kind of wrapped it up. I think there was one more kind of thrown in there, but uh, but all Deadpool new movies. 2. Deadpool two, mm. which was good. I haven't seen any of those three movies, so I guess I've got to fly to the US. <laughs> I think you need a trip in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay, so give us your uh, your Dan's review of uh, of all three of those. What what do you rate them? And this is out of ten, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I say for Equalizer two. I'm, I mean, I'm just a sucker for any Denzel movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like an instant classic. You know, it's going to be good, full of action. I mean, the first Equalizer was just the amount of scenes where he's just cutting throats and <laughs> doing yeah. all that. Just. So easy to watch. I give for especially for a sequel. I think they did a really good job. Um, so I give Equalizer. I'd say maybe a, a seven point nine. Seven point nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think yeah. I think I gave it like a seven point five. Maybe I don't. Right. I don't remember exactly. But today, today I'll give it a seven point five. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'd say for Deadpool two, first one was obviously much 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 better. Okay. It's tough to follow up on that, but yeah. like you kind of know what to expect like with the jokes and, and so forth mm-hmm. and like the the shots at marvel and all that so yeah. um i think they still did a good job around the plot so i give that maybe like a 7.3 4 okay okay Deadpool i still two. yeah i still need to see that i heard there's uh i guess there's first of all i haven't seen it so <laughs> i can't really give that bad of a spoiler but i, I guess there's a little surprise appearance in there from from brad pitt in Deadpool 2? Yeah. Apparently he's in like a lot of makeup, but, you, but and it's like real quick, but you can see Brad Pitt's in it. As a character? Yeah. Real I guess quick. I didn't get that. Uh, yeah. But that, I was pretty, I'm pretty interested to see that. You got to see um, that. Yeah. And uh, so, okay. So 7.3. I guess 7.3. Yep. 
And then you had Jurassic World, which is one that I wasn't too excited. I'm not yeah. fussed whether I see it or not. I give it like a 6.5. Okay. Okay. I like Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's good in it. But I think the storyline could, could have been a lot better. Mm. Like It's like, you know, rebooting something that's that classic is is pure money making. Yeah. Like that's all that's all they're really looking at doing and they've they've obviously um, you know, they've aimed it more towards kids than than they have the the original fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I felt from the first one, and I just guessed that the second one was going to be pretty similar. That's why I'm not. It's very similar. About it yet. Yeah, I wouldn't put that at the top of your uh, like list. Yeah. In terms of movies to see, I think Deadpool in there. And one I didn't mention also was Infinity War, which I did see uh, on the flight. Yes, I still haven't fucking seen that either, and I know I know what happens because oh, yeah. you've it's you've been seen too it, yeah. long and everyone's spoiled. You gotta watch it. Yeah. It's still it's still a good watch. I so I give Infinity War. That was. I mean, all those Avengers, like, they're just always good. I yeah. mean, if you're into, like, those comics and stuff like that, like, you're going to watch them and you're going to love them and enjoy them. Mm. So Infinity War was definitely up there. I'd probably rate that, like, a 8.1, 8.2. Okay. I really liked it. And have we missed Have we missed one? Devil to Infinity War? No. Oh, Mission Impossible. Uh, oh, Mission yeah, Impossible, yeah. 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 Now, the scene where Tom Cruise broke his ankle, uh, when he was, the running scene... And he jumps across the building. Oh, yeah. Did you see the video of him breaking his ankle? No. So he jumps and he's all cabled up, obviously, but he just didn't make it. The man's like 55 or something now. But this is him actually doing it filming wise. Yeah. Yeah. So he jumped and he didn't make the gap and like he he hit it hard. It looked like he was going to knock himself unconscious because he like he hit his head on the the edge of the building, but it was actually his his ankle well his foot hit the the wall and it just like flexed too far down so like like think of like being on your toes when you're a ballerina like Mm -hmm. that but further and it it broke so they yeah they had to shut down filming for a while i guess because of that but it's like Dude, we know you like to do your own stunts, and that's uh, that's probably the thing I love most about Tom Cruise. You're getting up there, though. You're yeah, getting up there. You're getting like. old, bro, and you just don't have it in you. Like, you're 55. Like, Kobe even stopped, you know? Like, <laughs> um, There's a stubbornness in there, I'm sure, yeah. as well. Like, given that he's been doing it for so long, too, like, I mean, what number of Mission Impossible was this? I mean, yeah. who I knows? Mean, that's that's gonna put his grandchildren through college though. That, yeah. Just that movie. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how much did he run in it? He ran a lot. Yeah, I felt like uh, I heard that he ran so much, and I was just like, maybe, maybe it was a bit of like a fuck you to everyone like dissing him for running all the time yeah. in his movies. Like, and he just was like, let's just run, <laughs> let's run. <laughs> And he knows he likes. I look good running. So yeah. <laughs> let's get some running scenes in. His it. technique is flawless. Like his hands are. Oh, so it's perfect. Light. He's got the hair like waving in the yeah. wind. Like it's... Was his hair long or short in this one? It was very. It's very long. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ethan Hunt, man, great. Um, well, okay. Since we're doing uh, movies, we might get straight into Clay's reviews. Ooh. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Now, uh, everyone knows I was doing Shocktober, so every day of the the month of October, I watch a horror film. Okay. So I'm just going to finish off the the horror films that I haven't um, reviewed yet. So, 10 Cloverfield Lane, 
with our man John Goodman from uh, oh, yeah. The Big Lebowski, yeah. which I actually showed Rachel as well. <laughs> she loved it. it. It's such a good cult one. classic. There's like a book that came out about it. Recently, really? Uh, not recently, like a few years ago. Some uh, some dude wrote a book about all of like the references the dude, and what, what the dude everything. Wrote the book, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but he actually interviewed. Um, Jeff Bridges about about the character as well. Wow. So I forgot what it's called. The name of the book is so crazy. It's not. I don't even think it's got the words Big Lebowski in the title. Really? So okay. it would be a bit of research trying to find it. But I want to read that book anyway. Ten Cloverfield Lane. John Goodman is an absolute psychopath. Basically, oh, it's hard to give the storyline of the movie without spoiling it. But basically, um, this girl gets into a car accident and wakes up in a bunker like a, a doomsday bunker and, and John Goodman wakes her up and he's like uh, I've prepared for this don't worry like there's been an attack but um, so you've got to stay in here with me we're probably going to have to stay in here for a year or two mm-hmm. there's another guy in there um, and they start they start talking and I'm going to stop explaining the movie because I'll end up spoiling it I actually really enjoyed it I gave it a 7 out of 10 Um, for, for the, the usual reason, like I loved the writing of it. I was, I was constantly trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Is there an attack? Isn't there an attack? What kind of attack is it? If there is one, Mm -hmm. um, why, why won't, you know, why is John Goodman acting the way he's acting? Like he was being pretty shady. It was, it was cool. I, I fucking liked it. And, um, it was shot well. Obviously, John Goodman. John Goodman doesn't really do shit movies. He probably learned his lesson from Blues Brothers. <laughs> that was fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, one of the worst movies probably ever. But don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't watch Blues Brothers. But I would recommend Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, and then I also watched Dig Two Graves. Now, who was in that? I don't think I knew any of the um, actors in it. Um, but it was, it was a bit like demonic, um, sort of summoning demons possession sort of thing, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't what, it wasn't what it sounds like. It was a bit deeper than that. It had layers, which I like. I always like that. Speaking of layers, have you seen the movie Lucky Number Slevin? I have not. You need to like now. Get off the podcast and go watch it right now. No, it's right. fucking sick. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I had layers. Um, it wasn't that scary. Neither was 10 Cloverfield Lane, but it, it counts. It counts for Shocktober. Um, but I would recommend both of those films. Uh, now, I watched three other movies that I have seen before, but I have not reviewed before. So I'm going to review them, and they're not horror movies, but... I watched, I rewatched for probably the tenth time in my life, American Pie. Wow! Which is a movie that I've never reviewed. Because um, it's an oldie, though. It's like yeah, a very yeah. I wasn't doing Claire's reviews. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, it's a classic. So much stuff that like you can relate to, but you wouldn't take as far as the guy. Like, mm-hmm. if someone says, if you if you're a virgin and someone says that pussy feels like warm apple pie, you're not gonna fuck a pie. But he does. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking does. Which is just fucking comedy, man. Um, so that was... Yeah, I love that movie and it, it holds up. So mm-hmm. 7 out of 10, I gave that. All right. I mean, it's not, you know, 
It's not an Oscar award winner. Mm. I can't I can't go giving her eights, nines, tens. Yeah, no, that's so true. So seven seven out of ten. Um, and then I actually watched American Pie two. I, I, <laughs> I was gonna say you have to go around yeah, the series. I couldn't I couldn't um, help myself, and I gave. I mean, similar reason. It's 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 a good story. It's relatable. It's fun. Um, and oh, future guests. Oh, welcome to the potty. He's calling me, but we're recording right now. Um, so I gave that a seven as well. Uh, and then I watched, um, he's just not that into you. I don't know if I've seen that. So it's got Eric from Entourage in it, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston. I definitely heard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge cast. Uh, oh, Bradley Cooper, who's in a star is born, which is supposed to be really good. Yeah. I've, I've heard. I was actually close to seeing that a couple of weeks ago, but mm. I didn't. Yeah, I do want to see that. But yeah, I mean, it it was what it was. And it's funny, like, the way people interpret different parts of relationships and the advice that they give. I was just talking last week about um, girls getting advice, getting relationship advice from their single friends. (laughs) What kind of fucking sense does that make? Yeah. It's retarded. Don't (laughs) don't fucking do it. So, um, no, that was funny. Uh, Oh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Oh, man. Man, oh man. There's a lot of big time actors in there. She's yeah. so hot. Yeah, she's... She's unreal. Scarlett, if you ever want to be on the show or my lap. Uh, <laughs> um, my number is uh, 732. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And it was one of those movies where all the stories are intertwined and they sort of come together. Mm-hmm. Some guy's cheating on his girl with the girl that's dating the other guy. And yeah. A lot of different like angles and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But six point five for that one, um, and those will all be up on um, my personal Instagram at Claytron twenty three. Um, we're watching uh, the LA Clippers versus the Orlando Magic right now. Uh, it's halftime. So money making Mitch, how about you take us to sports? <laughs> So, something happened this week that uh, almost made me cry. Derek Rose had a career-high performance, um, 50-point game off 31 shots. So he wasn't like he wasn't just jacking either. Like he was efficient, and um, you know he kind of broke down emotionally after the game because 2011 he was the youngest MVP um, in the league in league history. Still, mm-hmm. still is. Uh, and since then, you know, he's torn his ACL, he's torn his meniscus twice, um, he's, you know, he's, he's been to civil court for uh, a rape allegation, uh, you know, he's been going through it, mm-hmm. he hasn't found that MVP form, he hasn't been the same player since, the world has been saying it's over for him, we're not going to see the old D-Rose, I miss the old D-Rose, you know, uh, and, you know, he's had... He's had sort of a hard time overcoming that and he's worked so fucking hard to get back and he's done it. He's got his career high in his 11th NBA season, which is unheard of. It was, I mean, it was just amazing to see. Yeah. I think not only the performance itself was obviously great, but like just the afterthought of everything. Like you had guys like Kobe, LeBron, just reaching out, just like showing support. I mean, the guy... 
And like you said, he's been he's been chopped around too with different teams. Like he had stints with the Knicks, he had stints with with Cleveland for a little bit. So he was always trying to to settle down. Yeah, and he actually he actually signed with Utah and got released That's before right. he went to the Cavs. That's and right. Matt, oh no, before he went to the Timberwolves, and and then he scored fifty against them, yeah. which was like it's just perfect. And on just on that, Coach uh, Tom Thibodeau. What used to be the Bulls coach when mm-hmm. D Rose was MVP, so everyone was saying like, "Oh, you know, that's really nice of uh, Thibodeau to to give D Rose a chance." Like he, you know, they, they didn't need to sign him and stuff. Like sort of talking shit, like he shouldn't be in the league. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm just so happy that he, he proved everybody wrong when he yeah. did, when he did what he did. And um, he's, you know. His last healthy season, he was aiming to be MVP, and he was. And now he's aiming to be sick man of the year. He's adjusted his goal. He's realistic. And if he, like, regardless of his 50-point performance, he's been playing well this season. He's been having 28-point games, 20-point, mm-hmm. 20 25. He's been playing well. He's he's definitely a strong candidate for that sixth man of the year. I mean, we're, we're 15 Story, games in yeah. the season. But if he keeps it up and go for, like, let's... Knock wood, like hope he doesn't get injured. He's definitely a strong candidate for that. And oh man, it was so emotional watching that. It was it was tough. I mean, it's just adversity at its finest, right? Yeah. Like really, like the guy that's just been through it all with injuries, off the court issues, and all that. And he was just such a likable player. I mean, yeah. you as a Bulls fan would would know, and you obviously loved him there. But even as a Knicks fan myself, like the guy was just fun to watch. But he was also really likable because he yeah. was just a good dude. Yeah. It was that Bulls team was similar to this Boston team that we're seeing at the moment, mm-hmm. which is something that like everyone's really excited about Boston. Oh, they're gonna make the finals, this, that, and the third. And knock wood again. I hope they do. I love this Boston team. But we've seen this before. We've seen the OKC Thunder. They they lost to the Miami Heat in the finals. Uh, finals. Twenty uh, twelve, maybe. Yeah, something like that. After that, there was a picture of James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant with their arms around each other. Mm-hmm. They never played a game together after that. And they've all gone on to win MVPs, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they never played a game together after that. And then, so that that's a team that looks like it could have been the next dynasty. Mm-hmm. Torn apart. The Bulls. They had, they had D. Rose, Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember who they, their other guards were at that time. But they had a squad. They had a fucking squad. They were looking like, oh shit, the Bulls. No, Noah in his yeah, prime. That was his prime. That was when he won defensive, defensive player of the year. Yeah. yeah. So that team fell apart. Like D Rose got injured. Trades started happening. Now the Bulls are absolute garbage. Mm. It hurts me to say that. It hurts. <laughs> I'm right there with you with the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. My favorite player on on the Bulls is Chris Dunn, who yeah. we played against, which I know. is fucking insane. That's so crazy. Um, so, and then, uh, who was the other team? Um, there was another young young team that looked like they were going to do it, and they just, I don't know, but, like, this, this Boston team, young dudes, all, like, you know, Kyrie got injured, and uh, Hayward. Gordo with the good hair, Hayward got injured. So, all those young guys got this experience, this uh, final uh, Eastern Conference Finals experience, took... Cleveland with LeBron James to seven games to the brink, yeah, and got this confidence, got this experience. So now they're they're just performing right now, 
And so, yes, it's exciting, but it's like, we've seen this collapse before. So, yeah, it's just... It's just so crazy seeing seeing all that, but it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of the best NBA seasons since like you know those nineties those nineties teams. I agree, and then like even though LeBron has left the East, <clears throat> and that's kind of like up in the air. Like Toronto's looking really good right now Kawhi with Kawhi. Leonard, people were questioning whether he was gonna show up, and he fucking has. I mean, I he's think lost one game. He's showing MVP form. Like yeah. the guy's putting up really good numbers and. You know, him and, like, he's just gelled right into that system, all, yeah. like, right away. So, I mean, they're looking good. You obviously have Boston. That's going to be a really tough team to beat. Sixers are going to be interesting as well. Like, they're Jordan showing. Jordan has been killing. So, even, like, within the East, like, there's teams in there that are going to make exciting runs, I think, later in the year. And then, obviously, with the West, it's just jam-packed. And, like, you it, obviously want to see what LeBron's going to be able West to do. The West is stacked. Yeah. Like, I mean, my, my initial thoughts on that was that the Lakers – the Lakers were going to make East, uh, Western Conference Finals this year. <clears throat> that was a pretty big call when you start looking at Houston, who Struggling. are making a bid for Jimmy Butler as well. That's true. Um, I don't know about that trade though. That could that trade could actually make Minnesota better, like uh, in the years to come. Four first round picks, long term. Yeah, yeah. That that means like you're looking at the Garnett Wally Zerbiak years again like they're, they're gonna come back like that's insane Sam Cassell like <laughs> what <laughs> I feel so old talking about these I guys um, like this is when I was in high school these guys but yeah I mean I don't know the team looks good on paper that Lakers team I think they're gonna they're gonna get better but they're struggling they're struggling right now but I think we all knew at least that with any team LeBron's gone in just from moving like you know when he went back to cleveland or he went to miami like they struggled at first all those all those teams struggled like it's just part of getting adapted to playing with a a guy of lebron's caliber i mean the guy is the best player in the world he plays differently than any other player like so it takes time for especially these younger guys to figure out you know what ways they can fit on the floor with them yeah i think they'll be fine i made a bet with actually a friend that i had the lakers finishing the top four in the west and he had the bet five and five and below okay and i still feel confident in that yeah i, I think i think that's pretty safe i i, I just i kind of want to take back what i said about them making the eastern conference finals yeah the, the west is too stacked to just say just because lebron's <clears throat> there but like in saying that he's he's proven that he can take he took those fucking bums cleveland like they were... but the west is i mean the east is not as powerful as the west so it is yeah. a bit different but like cleveland only lost lebron and now they're fucking garbage. Fired a coach. Yeah. I think they just won their first game the other night. Yeah. They've got... Who's their, who's their best player? Kevin Love. But he doesn't talk. Their spokesman is like J.R. Smith. Who's demanding a trade now. <laughs> on that. <laughs> so he was asked... I don't know if it was on Twitter or by a reporter. Do you want to be traded? And he said, yeah. So it is not... It is not legal to publicly demand a trade. He can get fined for that, right? Yeah. Or something. So right? Eric Bledsoe at uh, Phoenix, he tweeted, um, "I don't want to be here." Oh, that's right. And he got fined ten grand. And now I think he's at. Uh, he's in um, with Andrew Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Um, so first of all, J.R. Smith, you got your, your. You've been complaining about your supreme tattoo and having to uh, cover it up. You think you've got a target on your back? You've been, you've actually been put on the top ten coons list of the NBA, 
So don't act like goon then because you got a target on your back because of this. And then you want to start saying shit in public about wanting to be traded. Yes, you're going to, they're, they're investigating it currently. I don't know what there is to investigate. It's not it's legal clear, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to get fined, man. What's wrong with you? They got, fuck, Cleveland's done. Tristan Thomas is talking about like, we're still the defending Eastern Conference know, champions. Just... You've got to take that from us before you say anything. No, motherfucker. You guys are garbage and it's over for you. Your run's over, and I'm sorry to say this, Cleveland, uh, but you won't be seeing another championship in in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. In any sport. <laughs> in any sport. The Browns, okay, you've got that. What's that quarterback? Mayfield. Mayfield. But they just fire their coach, too. Yeah, and their offensive coordinator. That's... But I don't talk about the NFL plantation. I'm not supporting them. I've traded in Madden, as you can see over there. There's no Madden anymore. I don't look up any... NFL news, sometimes it pops up and I see it by accident. That's why I knew about this Baker Mayfield cat. You're not following the Packers? What's going on? No. Why? I'm not following the NFL because of the the situation, the, the Kaepernick situation. It's a it's an actual plantation. It's it's unreal. And then that guy that they weren't paying um, for the Seahawks and he broke his leg. He played and he broke his leg and now he's not going to get paid. Yeah. And that's why, like, Le'Veon Bell's not... See, I don't know why I know all this. Fucking Le'Veon Bell's not playing... <laughs> And had people mad at him, and it's like, what if he he's gonna play? He could get hurt, and then he'll he'll never get that payday. Yeah, especially as a running back too, because yeah. they're so short lived. Yeah, and I don't blame the guy's got to reserve his legs. Yep. like these guys have lives and stuff, and it's one thing to say, and it's I mean we can talk about this all day, but like people that are not accustomed or haven't like played actual like competitive sports growing up or whatever it may be don't realize like oh it's just another athlete demanding money because mm. he wants all the money in the world but it's like in the day these guys got families to take care of like some of these guys come from very very poor backgrounds yeah. and situations and, like and you don't think they want to take care of yeah. some of their families and as a running back What's your career lifespan? Five years, yeah. maybe? It's not like these guys are playing like 10, 15 years like yeah. Tom Brady is, like yeah. going into his 40s. Like, it just doesn't happen. And these guys' bodies are just broken down after. Yeah. Like, they're done. And then you've got, you've got like, you look at the NBA and their um, players union. Mm-hmm. They've, got, they've got pensions. They've got health care. They're doing it right. Yeah. The NFL has got nothing. You've got these dudes coming out with CTE, killing themselves, killing their families, like just losing their fucking minds. I don't know who they are anymore. And you're, you're not supporting them. And you're not even paying these dudes like the NBA is paying. Like, what's Kevin Durant on? 150 over five? Something like Something that. fucking stupid. Like, it's wild. Speaking of the Warriors, Steve Kerr with the assist to DeMarcus Cousins. Did you see what he said, said the other day? Uh, was it... Was it about like, oh, we just want to get DeMarcus' championship yeah, and then put, it, like, put him in a position where he can go elsewhere because they're not like, going to be able to pay him. Yeah, yeah. he's like, we're not going to be able to afford him next year. Mm-hmm. So we'll get him a championship <laughs> and, and then he can go get his money. <laughs> but if not the most truthful statement there is, because yeah. I'm sorry, but they are winning it again this year. Like Dude, no one's beating them. I was talking about this the other day about Clay's 50-point game. That's your, that's your third best player that did that. You've got Kevin Durant, who's arguably the best player in the world right now. Yeah, It's him or LeBron. LeBron's getting older. He's still killing, but I, he's father time's going to catch up. Well, you could say KD is by far the best offensive player yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like, the guy can guess, get his shot whenever he wants. Yeah. So, you've got him. Then you've got Steph fucking Curry, who's got arguably the best handle versus Kyrie in the world. Um, oh, in the league. 
and is, best is, shooter in the world. He's the best shooter of all time. <clears throat> yeah. Of all time. He had the previous three point record for 13 in a game. Someone on his team broke it for 14. And he was encouraging him to break it. Yeah. And like they they love each other. They like sharing the wealth, man. You've got three guys. Three guys who have all scored 50 points this season. What? That's crazy. What the fuck? Anyone can get it. Anyone can get it, bro. It should be this year, the All-Star game. I would love to see Golden State versus the East. <laughs> that should be a gr- that'd be really fun to see. That would be so lit, man. It's just crazy, like, because it's not only like they have like these three really, really great players, but like the system itself is just it's you know predicated on ball movement. It's like they play the right way. Yeah. It's not like these guys are just going out there playing one-on-one ball like Houston is like yeah. with. You know, Harden and stuff. Like, these guys are actually playing, like, ball movement, pass, screen, cut. Like, they play it the right way. And then when you have the best shooter of all time, the best offensive player in the league, you have another three-point shooter that's phenomenal. Like, it just, it's a recipe for success. Like, it's just so difficult to beat. Yeah, and what I love about Steph Curry, he's probably probably weighs the least in the league. Like, he's tiny. Yeah. He's out there. If you watch him off the ball, he's out there setting screens. I don't know if it does anything or not, but he sets a screen, pops, he's open. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing shit off the ball. If he doesn't get if he doesn't get the ball, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't sulk. Yeah. If he scores ten points, I guarantee he's fine with that as long as they win. And he'll go out. He'll score ten points three nights in a row if like if that's the way it is. And he'll get fucking forty the next night. It's just someone's gonna get hot on that team. Mm-hmm. There's just no beating them. Like yeah, okay, maybe they'll have an off night and you'll beat them. Congrats. Oh, we we won't we won't see you in finals. Yeah, but to beat them in a seven game series is, I mean, almost downright impossible at yeah. this point. Seven games. I don't want to face them in seven games. I don't want to. I don't want to face them in five. No. That they're sick. They're fucking sick. And when? So when does Cousins come back? When's that timeline? Do you know? No, I've got no idea right now. I think they were saying initially when they did bring him on board, like it was going to be after like Christmas or something like that. They're oh, okay. Try. But I mean, once he comes back. Holy shit. And he'll fit that system too. He loves running. And he loves shooting. He does love shooting. And he can shoot. Yeah, that small ball shit, that's perfect for him. Oh, people are saying that the Golden State Warriors ruined the league. One, the one thing they did was sign Kevin Durant. Hey, guess what? They could afford it. So, of course. Why not? And then Boogie Cousins <clears throat> signs. And it's like, it's like, First of all, he hasn't played a game yet and they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So you can't even be mad at him yet. So why have you been mad at him? And second of all, no one wanted to pay him because he's injured. Yeah, what do you got what do you expect the guy to do? Golden State said, Hey, come here, we'll take you. No one else wants to take him. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, coming off of Achilles, right? Yeah. Which is a major, major injury. Yeah. And it's like it's like this. He's he's an all star. He's a fucking Ferrari. If you can get if you can get a Ferrari for the price of a fucking I don't know. Chevrolet. Oh, uh, yeah. Malibu. Malibu. <laughs> fucking, what was I trying to say? Honda Civic. I'll take my Ferrari for the prize of a Honda Civic. Yeah. Even I mean, if I, even if I can only drive it for one year. I mean, they're doing, everyone in the league has the capability of doing what they're doing. So it's just, yeah. they've done it the right way and they've done it with the culture that they've established. They've made guys want to go there. Yeah. So like, you really can't hate it. Like no. it's, they just They've done it the right way. Yeah. They've laid the foundation and now it's just going out there and just lighting it up. Everyone is playing for second place. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. 
There's and that's no... and that's what going back to to Houston when they wanted to get Jimmy Butler, they just they want to lay everything on the line to compete with Golden State, yeah. and that will fuck them up in the long run. Yeah, they, what you got no picks now? They're just throwing away all their all their young assets and yeah. draft picks, and then and then we're gonna all of a sudden see Minnesota just start eating. Like <laughs> it's unreal. It's unreal, but it's going to be very exciting. This year in particular is going to be very exciting. And I think if we look at the next three, four, five years and see the shift in uh, in power, it's going to be pretty interesting because, mm. you know, Steph Curry's going to get older, Clay's going to get older, Durant's going to get older and probably move on. He's never had a max contract. He's going to go to look for that at some point. Do you think he's going after this year? I think I think maybe this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As a next fan, I'm hopeful. Yeah, well, yeah, well I'm thinking... There's also a chance Jimmy, if Jimmy doesn't go to Houston, it's true. Jimmy could end up out there. Yeah, Knicks could end up looking pretty nice next year with Kristaps coming back, mm-hmm. and yeah, another star and another draft pick too. Because if they yeah. struggle the way they have been this year, yeah. which I'm fine with, because I mean they're not just gonna make, they're not gonna make a move. There's no point in playing for seventh or eighth in the East. No, just just struggle and. and Get what you need to do to get that top five draft yeah, pick. Get, get your, KP back. Just give and, Knox a bunch of minutes, yeah. experience. Let him let him um, develop, and then you've got that makes it him, Kristaps, another star, maybe Jimmy, maybe Durant, um, and then another draft pick. Um, who else? There's someone else out there at the moment though. Oh, Tim Hardaway Jr. He's, he's mm-hmm. yeah. We played against him as well. True, Michigan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think the Knicks actually do have a chance to be good in the next few years um, if they if they do the right thing. I think the owner needs to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, Dolan's an absolute Dolan. shit show. I think if he's still there, I don't think you guys really have a chance. That's that's my view. He is. They're in the discussions of splitting off. Like he, so, he owns Madison Square Garden Company, which is entails the Knicks, the Rangers, like oh. all the events. He owns everything. Oh wow. So what they what's, ha- his, what's his history? Why has he got so much? It's family. And oh, so his what a fuckhead. He just got to pass down. He just what trust fund baby. I hate, that. <laughs> I hate trust fund babies, man. So he just got handed the keys, and but they are in discussions of breaking off like the Knicks and Rangers into separate like entities mm. where other people would be you know, control those. So I hope that goes through because where they're thinking of splitting, where MSG would be separate from the events like the concerts and stuff they mm-hmm. host. Then the the sports teams would be would be a different entity. So if that goes through, I mean that's best case scenario. Yeah. But it just I don't think anything has come to you know fruition yet. But we'll see. I would love that because I, I've got a soft spot for the Knicks, man. Um, they definitely haven't won a championship since we've been alive. Um, but you know we, we Pat Ewing, John Starks, like good old days. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was so good. Um, we've just lost the the game here. Watching the, I was gonna give a quick update before we go to the news. Um, commercial, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's commercial. Okay. Um, anyway, money making, Mitch. How about you hit us with that news theme? So uh, it was Halloween this week, um, and you know, big time trick treating and all of this. Uh, but I've got, I've got a little issue here because a five-year-old child was tested positive for meth after trick-or-treating. Yeah. So what, why are people doing this? Remember there was that year like razor blades and candies? Yeah. What? Like what? What? Why? 
because you don't want kids coming on your doorstep. Don't answer the fucking door, man. Like, put razor blades, put meth in candy. Like, what are you doing? It's, people are crazy, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Like, I just remember, like, when, when I was a kid, I would come home from school and get on my bike and my mom wouldn't see me until after dark, you know? And mm. this was the days before cell phones and shit. Like, she had no idea where I was, but she knew I was safe. There's no way to know that your child's safe today. No. That's why, like, my dad, my dad doesn't let my brothers out of his sight and I feel bad for him. But I'm also like, all this wild shit's going on. Like, of course, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to be. Do you think, so obviously that's a combination of things that we've seen in the news and I've come up in the news that have just been like, you know, the shootings and, and all this crazy stuff. But do you think it's also a reflection or because of all the news media of like the negativity and stuff like that, that it's kind of been instilled in parents' minds where like, oh, there's so much negativity going on. Like it's just like hundred percent. That's the, I think that's also the main issue and yeah, problem the because me- the media is right. You're not turning on the news and seeing like, um, Hey, look, everybody, a thousand cute puppies were born today. It's all negative. It's all fear. And that's, that's, that's how the, the, system maintains control is scaring scaring everyone that's why you know that's why a man like trump is in power like just controlling through fear and it's just it's sad it's so sad so sad to see i mean like you were saying like when i was like kid like i would just you know after school go out and even just for like mischief night halloween like it'd just be going out with friends and it'd just be like there's no worries for my parents there was like oh you're going to your friends to go around the block for trick-or-treating great like be home at, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. And it's just, with all the negativity in the news, just it's constantly feeding parents and, you know, even kids too. Just like, you know, don't do this because of this. Don't do this because of this. Like, this happened in here. This happened there. It's just, you know, constantly just a reminder of, like, what not to do or what you can't do because this could potentially happen. Yeah, and everyone everyone thinks that their kid's going to get raped and, like, all the... Like even even mainstream movies or TV shows, SVU, you know, mm-hmm. there's always a kid getting raped or yeah. whatever. Like, so everyone's scared that everyone's a predator. I mean, it is probably much more prevalent than it should be. I mean, it shouldn't be a thing at all, but it is. And it's just like, um, but like everyone's hyper vigilant about it now. And I'm yeah, I'm like, I wonder if kids are actually getting the opportunities that, that I got as a kid. And I wonder how that affects their development because I got the chance to experience so much shit just like by living this normal childhood that I don't feel like kids are actually living today. They're not. Yeah. Because they're being sheltered so much. Yeah. Like if I if I've got you know, I go to the gym or whatever, I'm driving to the gym, I don't I don't see any kids on bikes or like like at parks or whatever by themselves. Like there's just no kids around. They're, they're all inside, stuck to a TV or a tablet. And hey, I love gaming. A big time gamer. True big gamer. Time, big time movie guy. <laughs> I love a screen, okay? But like, I, I fucking enjoyed my time. Um, there's a balance there, yeah. Yeah, there was a huge balance. And obviously there wasn't, there wasn't the same like games and stuff um, as we were growing up. But it's fucking wild. But speaking of, speaking of Trump and all that... Have you heard about um, what Pharrell did? No, I've not. So after that, you heard about that massacre in Pittsburgh. The mm-hmm. guy came into the yep. uh, mosque. The mosque, yeah. 
Um, it, no, is it called a mosque? Jews, the Jews yeah, yeah. temple? I don't know. They Anyway, this guy goes in there, shoots, kills 11 people. Mm. Trump came out to talk about it and he had like intro music, like it was a fucking sport. He comes out to the song Happy by Pharrell. And during this press conference, he says, oh, well, you know, this could have been prevented if the people inside were armed. Which is fucking insanity. Um, but it's... So anyway, Pharrell has sent a cease and desist to Trump and said um, that he's not allowed to use any of his music for anything within the mainstream media and all of this. And I love that move. I didn't see that. I mean, but still, why would he come out to an intro song like that for that type of announcement? Beats me. Beats me. <sighs> I mean, that's the, mo- that's the more, that's the most ridiculous part of it. Like, why, why would he need that to come out as an intro to that type of... I don't know. And... Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know what's going on with politics in the US so much outside of, outside of Trump. I don't know who's going to be running against Trump in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who the Democratic can, candidates yeah, yeah. are at this stage. But I think... I think the only chance of beating Trump... I don't think a Hillary can win. I don't even think an Obama can win. I think we need, well, not we. I think the the country needs someone younger, more relatable, um, and more. Uh, but this this doesn't win in politics. But can can sort of see both sides. Mm-hmm. But that's just not politics. It's just you need not going to happen. Be full Democrat, full left, or full right. There's just no no one that can you can't be an in betweener. No, no one's gonna put the funding behind you to run at like that. Yeah, and no one's gonna vote for you like that. Yeah, as a fence sitter. So it's just, I mean, Trump. I think Trump's a solid chance of going eight eight years. I could see. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see it. I mean, the amount of support that he has from a lot of states is is very, you know prevalent but the, the major states too is yeah just, it's the big states yeah, too i mean they've they've sad. had i mean they've had names that have been thrown out there in terms of candidates like i know mark cuban's been kind of thrown in the thrown in the picture a little bit here and there okay i don't know if that's something that he's seriously considering or i mean it, it's like it's almost like um the political world is like the golden state warriors anyone can get it mm-hmm. anyone can fucking get it because <laughs> if trump got it like, you know, Kanye's talked about it. Yeah. I wouldn't be fucking surprised if Kanye won. Actually, I would now because he's actually, he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he's awesome. But so, I mean, so is fucking Trump. So what am I, what am I even saying? Yeah. I feel like you have to be though to, in order to kind of be oh. in that political realm. Like you have to have an edge to you that is just something that's not normal. Yeah, well they get, they get like no money. Like for the, for the job, like to be the leader of the free world. They get like, um, uh, is it 500,000 or is it less? I think it's less. It's less. I think the president of the U.S. gets something like... 200. In two, 300. Yeah. Like annual salary. But obviously they have like a bunch of benefits and stuff like afterwards yeah. that they're set up with. But And once they're, once they're done, like Obama, Obama's got like this tour deal. He's 
you know, he's walking around doing talks, making like fucking fourteen million dollars a year now, like, which is, it's bullshit. I don't like that because it means it means, to me, that's bribe money. To me, that's you know, um, you know, send send more troops, send more troops, mm-hmm. and we'll 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 make sure that you're okay once you once you out yeah. of office. That's what it feels like to me because there's there's no reason that he should be getting that kind of money. He's 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 got like three fucking books. He's going around doing these talks at colleges at at um, corporate events and shit, just raking in this cash. And it's just it just doesn't. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be about. And I understand that the salary for that job is is so low, and the amount of stress that these cats are under. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, let's go to poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Okay. Now, I don't know how this happens, but a baggage handler um, fell asleep in the cargo hold of a plane and ended up in Chicago. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. I don't know where it flew from, but this cat just fell asleep and ended up in a different place to where he was supposed to even be working. <laughs> um, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of sleeping on the job, but that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, pack your stuff. Just, just get out. Oh, he admitted. He admitted that he had had several alcoholic beverages. You're fired, and fell asleep. He was not injured. Um, and maybe he fucking should have been. <laughs> he felt he flew from Kansas City to Chicago on American Airlines. American Airlines, it's the unfriendly skies out there. All I hear about is American Airlines kicking people off planes, f- fucking beating people up on it's planes. It's an absolute mess. Yeah, I I cannot fuck with American Airlines or United. I need I need to go like Southwest, <laughs> Delta. I never thought I'd be saying this. It's it's so fucked up. Yeah, was it? It was American Airlines that kicked the the passenger off, right? That was pretty recently. They've done it like five times. But it's been numerous times, yeah. It's insane. Um, We've got got a pair of students here who found out that they were both having sex with their teacher and they got angry about it and told his wife. So it was two two girls that were having sex with a, a male teacher. Yes. Um, and they were so mad. He's a science teacher. Um, so they, they told his wife. His name's Corey French. Uh, if you want to look him up, his mugshot's fucked up. He looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's, it's surprising to me that two, two of his students even wanted to, to see his slab. Because he looks like shit. They're 16 to 17 years old, which I don't know which states that's illegal in. I mean, which states that's legal in. Um, not many. It's not not many, none. Like probably like, no. You gotta be 16, thinking like West Virginia or something, maybe Alabama. Some some of that southern shit's all fucked up. Um, and he's he's uh, he's pled not guilty, but uh, he deserves. You gotta put him. You gotta put him away. I don't think two students are gonna lie about that. Ninety um, percent of the time, these allegations are true. Uh, but Brett Kavanaugh is still a Supreme Court justice, so who fucking knows? Who knows what's going to happen with this guy? But he, at le- at the very least, should lose his job and um, should probably be locked away with with the rest of the fucking animals and and getting, you know, 
he def- some uh, some some backdoor action. He deserves some time. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> we got to put Corey French. We got to put him away. Um, now this one, this one here, this is the last one for today, and I'm just I'm just not really sure about this. I don't know who I don't know who has the poor, the more poor posture in this instance, the woman or the people she's selling her smelly socks to. What? I what? I'll just repeat that. This woman is earning a hundred thousand British pounds a year selling her smelly socks to people with foot fetishes. What? I gotta tell you, I don't think she's got poor posture. I think the people buying them have poor posture. If Easily. Someone to, if someone wants my smelly socks, I'll, I'll sell them gladly. If I'm getting a hundred thousand pounds. There's nothing wrong from her perspective. Right? I mean, you listen, you got to make you got to do what you got to do to make money in this world, but Oh, she looks I I got to tell you. First of all, her name's Roxy, which is not your posture's kind of yeah. out of shape already just for that. But then when you take a picture like this, uh. yeah, uh, you're too proud. You're too proud of it. Her posture's fucked up as well. Uh, do the people that are buying that though, like I mean, fetishes, you know, disregarding that. Yeah. But like who the f- why would you want someone else's smelly smell like socks? Like, I can't, I can't even bear the smell of my smell. Like no. after the whole plane ride, like two plane rides of 12, 13 hours yesterday, I didn't. I was like, no way. I like I could smell it. Yeah. And like we talked about, that could be another situation. But the people who just wear socks or walk around with socks or barefoot on planes, oh, biggest pet peeve. Like pet peeve. It's disgusting because that carpet. First of all, how many flights does that plane do a day? And then it just lands, refuels. Flies away, lands. Refi- they're they're not, not like mopping and cleaning like no, the carpet. It's just gross. Not, like those carpets do not get steam cleaned. Oh. Check this out. Next time you're on a plane and there's a big carpet next to you, just spill a little bit of water and get your napkin and just and wipe it. Yeah. Check how brown that fucking napkin goes. It's fucking disgusting. If you're walking around with barefoot, you're an animal. And and if I see you go barefoot into the bathroom. I'm snitching. Which I'm I've telling, seen. I'm telling the pilot and we're landing the plane. We're <laughs> Emergency you, landing. Yeah, we're getting you the fuck out of here because there's something wrong with you and we cannot have you up in the unfriendly skies with us. Especially on American Airlines. <laughs> or United. Yeah, or United. Um, I'm, I'm guessing sponsorships <laughs> off the table. Guys, but I don't care. I, I cannot be affiliated with those, those airlines. Um, that's all I've got for today. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm I mean, happy that you're here. Talk about a trip in the making. I mean, this oh, has yeah. been in the making for, I mean, we graduated, well, I graduated 2013, you were 2014. Yeah. But it was always, even when we were in college, it was like, oh, like, you know, try going to the summer, like during the summer, but like that was your winter. So it never really kind of panned out. Yeah. And like, how about it? Like, I'm, I'm here finally. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And so, um, what we're going to do is I mean tonight we've got a wine we've got like a wine tasting event but there's beers there so we'll, I'll be on the beers for sure um, and then from there we're gonna go do a little bar bar crawl through the city all the small little cool bars and we're gonna get absolutely fried um, tomorrow tomorrow we're gonna try and relax a little bit and then we're gonna go out again tomorrow night on the beach little bar on the beach and then um, take it easy Monday and uh, from there, we're going to go Tuesday. We're going to start this Great Ocean Road uh, trip, which is yes, sir. Uh, like an Australian sort of iconic trip, something I've never done, even though I've lived here. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And then we've got the, the iconic 
the iconic, the world famous Melmsey trip uh, starting starting Thursday, and uh, that will be that will be something that you'll never forget, or maybe you you will forget because of the, the sheer <laughs> litmus. But um, I'm very excited for this week. I'm I'm I'm, I'm drooling right now. <laughs> I'm drooling right now just thinking about it. But uh, yes, very, this is going to be a great trip. And uh, uh, dare I say, you'll be you'll probably be on the potty uh, again, maybe maybe two or three more times before before you go home. Happy to do so. I'm all about it. Fantastic. All right. Well, everyone, that's uh, that's Dan Calandrillo. Uh, we've got we've got roommate Dan. No, we've got housemate Dan that lives here. Roommate Dan coming for for a visit. Um, you got you, you want to share your socials, uh, Instagram. Sure, uh, Instagram uh, of the ten followers I probably have on there is uh, dcalendrillo4. Um, I'm on Twitter. I think at Danny Cal4. Um, kind of checking that periodically, but not a big social media social media presence. Mm. But I like to hop on it here and there. Obviously, Instagram is a big a big thing to check throughout the yeah, day. I got to check it. I'll be doing the iconic photos of the Great Ocean Road and put, oh, yeah. throwing some up there on oh, the Insta. Yeah. I think we'll probably be sharing photos, doing the same photos at the same time. See, yeah. see if people are going to do the double like, or if Ooh. people like you better than they like me. We'll, we'll have to find out. And then we're going to, we'll probably have to have a fight. <laughs> um, you can find Welcome to the Potty at Welcome Potty on Twitter, at Welcome to the Potty on Instagram, Welcome to the Potty at gmail.com if you want to send in some poor posh of the week, listen to this fuck shit. If you need some advice, some relationship advice in particular, I've got a girlfriend. So I can give the advice. Not like these single bitches out here giving advice to their friends about relationships. They're single for a reason, people. Um, and uh, what else are we on? Facebook, just look up Welcome to the Party. We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're everywhere. You can find us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, we'll be back on hump day. Bum bum. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to